Welcome back to Mishnah Yoimi. Today is Masech Shviyas beginning the fifth parak parak Hayah Masech Shviyas Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Beis. Fruit that are grown during the year of Shemitah have something special called Kedusha Shviyas, the sanctity of Shemitah, the sanctity of the Shviyas year, which gives it certain restrictions. Restrictions such as that it has to be consumed, and consumed, as we noted in the previous parak, in a normal way, otherwise it's considered Ashkosa destroying. It has to, uh, you can't dispose of it. Or use for business purpose. Moreover, you can't guard it. It has to be hefker. It's open to available to everyone, and therefore anyone can come take it. And lastly, there's a concept of beer. The Pesukim tell us that the fruits are available for you, for your animals, and for the chayos, the animals of the field. Why are we adding in the animals of the field, the wild animals? So the the, the drasha from there is that so long as the animals in the field, the wild animals, have access to these fruits, as in they're still growing, so then you can store them in your house. Once it comes to time, this, this man beer, where you can no longer, it's no longer available outside, and they don't all they all fell off the tree already, and now they're ready, they're they're done. So then you're not allowed to have it in your house. You in fact have to rid it from your house, put it outside your house, and yes, it's available for everyone to take, and you can take from it as well. But you can no longer store it in your house, and if you do, then it becomes also behana. So the this mission is going to open up discussing what if you have a fruit that maybe began to grow before the year Shemitah, but only fully ripened on the Shemitah year, or it, it began to grow during the Shemitah year, but only fully ripened after the Shemitah year. But no suach, but no suach, or some sort of fig. Shviyish land shnia. They they have even though they only ripen in the second year after shemitah, because because they uh they, they actually mature. They, they it takes three years for them to grow. So then during the uh, year shemitah, since they begin to grow during shemitah or grew somewhat over shemitah, the halach is anything that grows even a little bit in the shemitah year becomes aser. So therefore, you have this fruit that takes three years to grow. Uh, even though it only fully ripened in, in the year after Shemitah, in the eighth year, it still has Kedusha Shviyas. You have a parsus, which is also, it seems, some sort of other fig or date. It seems like Machlokas, the uh, different Mepharshim here. That too, it takes two years for them to grow since it takes two years for them to ripen. Uh, and but it, it, it first emerges during the year Shemitah, even the year after Shemitah, is still also. Conversely, if it only ripened on the year Shemitah, but really grew the year before Shemitah, it would be mutter. This that you say, that uh, this halacha is only with the no suach, however, with the uh, parsos, they in fact do, don't take two years to grow, and therefore, they, uh, if it grew at all during the year Shemitah, so then it's aser, and if it, if it ripened after Shemitah, then it's mutter. Again, because their point's going to be, they're arguing with Yehuda and saying that but no, suach take three years to grow, but parasites only take one year to grow. Now, this machlokus of Shechter always points out when you have machlokus and mitzius like this, it's not that they were playing guesswork. Clearly, what happened was is they went to you know the lab, they went to some you know some uh, way, uh, greenhouse, and they they carefully watched the Beno Suach and the Parasos grow, and the Machlokas of Yehuda and the Chacham is not whether it took two years or three years because it's some theoretical Machlokas, but rather, clearly, they're arguing over when exactly is the point of ripening, and when do we say it's considered ripe and when it's not considered ripe. Or Yehuda thinks that in order for these things to be considered ripe, it's, a, it's, a, it's at a later stage, where the Chacham looked at the same, very same fruit and said, that's not that's already ripe from the year beforehand. And that's where the Machlokas, again, it's not a Machlokas because they were just playing guesswork, they clearly went to the lab, they looked at the fruits, but their machlokasism at see us wise exactly uh, what what do you classify as ripe what do you not classify as ripe okay Mishnah 2 Mishnah base Hatom is a lup shviyas a lup we remember all the way back from the I believe it was in Peya lup was a uh, it's an onion that grows and you bury it in the ground in order to uh, in order to preserve it 
The problem is if you bury it in the ground, people are going to think you're actually planting it, not preserving it. So you have to do things, which again we've seen throughout Shemitah, you do things to ensure, in order to ensure that people don't think and mistakenly think you're planting it. Or Mayor Omer, well, you've lost Mississippi. You have to, you, um, you can't bury less than two saw, which is 12 kav of loof in a single hole. You must pile it at least three tefachim high. And put a tefach of dirt on top of it. All is together in order to show that you're storing it there and not planting it. You may not place less than four kav as opposed to the twelve kav of mayor. You pile at least a, a one tef, them these luf at least one tefach in height. Um, and you have to put one tefach on top of it. And most importantly, it seems, to bury in a place where people normally tread and people are normally walking, and therefore, and therefore, you, they're not going to grow at all. I wish everyone a wonderful day.